Eat that box in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Forever waiting for someone to like us. Bitches love record players. Okay, don't swallow it, that's gross. Hello, my little sex kittens. This is Raven, and welcome to Raven After Dark. Meow, bitches, and welcome back to another Titty Fucking Tuesday. It's a solo episode. Woo, woo, woo. So you just get to hear my beautiful voice today. How is everybody's doing? How's everybody's buttholes feeling? Hopefully you're feeling clean. Hopefully feeling tight, feeling right, and ready to get into this shit this week. Oh my goodness. My life has just been so busy and so fast paced lately. And I have been working and twerking and moving and grooving and just doing all the things. And, you know, I just feel really, I feel very lucky and very blessed to be able to have been doing everything that I've been doing lately. But damn, I'm fucking tired. I am, my bones are tired. My soul is tired. I got sick last week. I've been dealing with this terrible cold and I have this chest congestion. You know, I've reached ultimate cat lady level and it's not as bad now, but when I take super deep breaths, uh, I definitely have like a purring sound and like a rumble in my chest, which just... As much as I want to be a full cat lady, I don't want to be that much of a cat lady. That's almost like the 4D experience of being a cat lady. I don't want to actually sound like a cat. Um, I do have to say, though, I follow this really interesting page on TikTok, and it's making fun of people that are just, like, really far out there. And, hey, if you want to identify as a fucking rock, go ahead and do it. doesn't bother me. I think it's hilarious. But I found, I found this reel of this girl who identifies as a cat and has a group of friends and they all act like cats. And she was doing, she was showing different cat sounds that they make. And honestly, it was hilarious, very impressive, but also hilarious. And it's like, if that's what makes you feel good and what you want to do with all your friends, I don't give a fuck, but I'm definitely going to laugh about it when I'm high sitting on my couch late at night eating snacks because it's funny, like you identify as a cat, whatever, do your thing, girl, work and twerk it and pop that pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but life has been good. Feeling very grateful, feeling very blessed. Um, I've definitely had a lot of revelations and light bulb moments. And I think just ultimately finally working through some shit that I've been trying to work through and accepting things. You know, I was talking to one of my friends and I was just telling him how I've been up and down with being depressed and being sad and like one day I'm good and the next day I'm fucking down that rabbit hole and just super sad and we were just going back and forth and he was telling me it's you know you you can't be sad over things that have already happened and you can't change like Yes, of course, you should mourn the loss of somebody or like the end of a relationship or if someone dies or something, but you can't live in that sadness and you can't live in that past and you can't hold on to that because if you hold on to it, it just consumes you and it makes you really sad and it's maybe not easy to live in that space of sadness. It's 
easier than working on yourself and trying to get through that bullshit. Sometimes it's just easy to be sad and be depressed and not want to do any things and not want to go out and do the things that you always enjoy. But it's taking those moments to realize that what is done is done. You have to accept it and move forward. You have to learn and grow. You know what I mean? If we're always caught up in the past and being sad about how things were, like I was losing sleep, I was staying up all night, I was just having these not good thoughts about myself and past situations. And just talking with my friend, it really turned on that light bulb of, okay, like I'm accepting what is and trying to move forward. And yeah, of course, I get lonely and I get sad. Actually, this morning, I woke up alone and for whatever reason, out loud, I just said, I want to be cuddled and have someone touch my butt. Chirp, chirp 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 there is nobody there but I, I was just I was like half awake half asleep just talking to myself I guess I don't know just kind of putting it out in the universe maybe it just kind of felt good to say it but we just can't we can't live in that sadness and we can't live in the past because if we're living in the past we can't move forward and healing is hard it definitely takes time it's a process and it's an up and down process it's not something of like you just decide one day, that's it. I'm not going to be sad. And you're never going to have sad moments again. Like, no, there's going to be things that will cause you to be sad. So you're going to hear a song, you're going to, someone's going to say something, you're going to see the color purple, or just something that makes you think of a person or something that's happened in the past. And you're going to get triggered. When that happens in that moment, in those moments, because it's probably going to happen more than once, just kind of pause think about the situation, think about where you've been and what you're doing going forward, and just thank your past self for being there and working through them and surviving it and pushing through because that's all we can do. You know, it's so easy to be sad. It's so easy to be depressed. It's not easy to be happy. You know what I mean? So I encourage all of you, if you guys are struggling with yourself and whatever's going on, past relationships, losing a friend, moving, changing jobs, whatever it is, just take a moment and stop and think of what you're grateful for and what you're happy for and what you love about yourself. I've talked about that before. It's a question that I ask my friends all the time of tell me what you're grateful for today and tell me what you love about yourself. And it's cool because I have seen a lot of growth and I've actually normally I ask my friends three things. Lately, I've been doing five. They haven't been very happy about it, but everybody can do it. It may take a little bit of time sometimes, but there's so many things to be grateful for, and there's so many things to be happy for. And again, if you're always caught up in the past and being sad about different things, you're never going to be living in the present and living in the moment, and you'll be missing out on new and fun opportunities and different things that you can go out and do. I highly encourage all of you, even if you're with somebody, go out and do stuff by yourself. You know, it's a very different experience and a very different vibe to go to a bar, go to the movies, take yourself out to lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever it is. Just do something by yourself. Uh, last night, <laughs> last night I was out and um, I got these drink coupons and my friend that I was with, she crashed out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed early. I'm really tired. 
she did not go to bed early. In fact, she was up for over 24 hours. And I ended up getting six drink tokens. Technically, I got five, but he gave me an extra drink. I didn't question. I tipped him. I think I ended up giving him $25 total, which I figured for like six drinks, that's like four bucks and change. Whatever. He was really nice. And it was like three-fourths tequila, one-fourth pineapple. And I was like, I'm just going to hang out by myself and put my AirPods in and listen to my audiobook and just chill by myself. And it was great. And I got fucking drunk. So I was sitting outside. I was, um, <laughs> this is my fucking life. I was sitting outside at this pool and I'm kind of watching these kids play in the pool, but just more like blankly staring off and blankly staring off into the distance listening to my book and my airpods they work but they I don't think I have the sound can- sound canceling option on them and so I can still kind of hear what people are saying and there are these two little girls in the pool and they're pro- they're no older than 10 they're probably like six to eight like something like that and mind you I'm in tie-dye sweats a crop top and I had my hair down and maybe it was my bangs. I did like a middle part, but my hair, it it was crazy. But like, I feel like I look pretty feminine, like even without makeup on, like I had mascara on and I think some eyelashes, but like, I still feel like I look pretty feminine. Um, I'm sitting there listening to my book and all of a sudden I hear these two girls go, is that a man? And the other one goes, no, I think that's a lady. And they're looking right at me, like right at me. And as soon as they said that, I kind of turned my head a little bit and made eye contact with them, but still kept my AirPods in. So, <laughs> and then the other one's like, no, I think that's a man. And then the other one kind of like swims closer to the corner of the pool and goes, oh, no, that's definitely a lady. That's a lady. <laughs> like, whoa what are you are you fucking kidding me right now like you really think I look like a man and how I was sitting I was very very casually sitting in the chair but I was like leaning back with my legs up over the arm of the chair like I don't know like not saying that guys don't sit like that but it felt like a very feminine casual girl sitting pose I don't know it was fucking hilarious and then I went and got my friend was like do I look like a man am I a man and I actually posted on Instagram to the three people on my poll that said I am a man I'm gonna come and fuck you with my giant penis so (laughs) it's just it's just funny being me it's just hilarious you know just being tall but I wasn't even standing up like I wasn't so Maybe they saw me walk up and sit down. I had been sitting outside for like five to ten minutes at this point, you know, just trying to enjoy the weather and just trying to chill out and smoke my vape and listen to my audiobook. And I get harassed by these fucking little kids. And kids are so funny because they say the damnedest things and they don't realize that they're being so insulting and they don't realize what they're saying and what they're doing. And I think that's what adds to the funniness of it all and adds to the silliness and like I'm not mad and I didn't say anything to them like what am I supposed to do stand up and be like I'm a lady like (laughs) Jesus Christ this fucking cough is killing me man 
oh, I don't want to be a cat lady anymore. I don't want to feel the rumble in the jungle. <laughs> so yeah, very humbling experience and it happens. I've been called a man before, not as extreme as that. Maybe that's not extreme, but not as a child saying it. Um, like I've been at shows before and people have bumped me and been like, sorry, dude. And I'm like, I'm a lady. And they're like, oh, my bad girl. Um, I do think I was a man in one of my past lives. I can't really explain why I feel that way. I think I might've had like a dream one time about it. I'm not quite sure. Um, but I definitely feel like I was a man in my past life. And you know, I wouldn't say I'm masculine per se. Like, yeah, I'm fucking tall. I'm athletic. Like, I'm putting on some muscle mass. Um, but I am I can be very girly and I can be very femme. I also can dress like a homeless person. So maybe that would consider me masculine. I don't know. But I just, yeah, I was, I was very humbled in that moment. And it really, <laughs> it really made me chuckle inside. And I, by that time, I think I was four drinks deep and I was just laughing just laughing by myself and questioning my sexuality questioning my gender that would be the correct phrase questioning my gender and just you know kids kids say the damnedest thing so hopefully they learn something hopefully they um learned what a woman looks like <laughs> and maybe if you say those things to your friend you shouldn't shout them in a pool but also that's a thing like you're your kid. You don't know any better. I feel like we've all been out and about and seen somebody and looked at them and questioned it probably in your head. Or maybe you turn to your friend and be like, is that a guy or a girl? And look at your friends like, I don't really know. But you're not going to shout it in the middle of a fucking bar. Be like, is that a man or a woman? Honestly, it really doesn't matter what you identify as. But <laughs> uh, yes, I was humbled. I was humbled. It was a it was a good time. You know, it was nice to sit outside and just made me laugh. But besides being called a man, life has been pretty good. Like I was saying, I've been very blessed. I feel like I've really come over a hump in letting go of some of this old energy and these old vibes and letting go of the sadness because the sadness just consumed me and doing new things and having new experiences and an experience that I am so excited to share with all of you because it was the first time this has ever happened to me. So I met this dude on this dating site and we started going back and forth and he's like, I have this kink. And I was like, all right, well, what's your kink? Let's talk about it. He's like, I'm really into <laughs> golden showers and getting pegged. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, I'm listening. Go on. He's like, I want you. <laughs> he tells me, I want you to pee in my mouth and I'm going to drink it all. And then I want you to beg me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I have never done either of these things before. I've never had the opportunity. Nobody's ever broached the subject with me. Obviously, I've heard about it, and I've had friends that have done it, but I've never done it. And I was all, you know what? YOLO. I'm going to fucking I'm gonna fucking be in this man's mouth, make sure he swallows, <laughs> swallows all of it, and I'm going to 
peg him as best as I can. So that's exactly what happened. Um, I went and, went and hung out with this dude. We kind of hashed out details a little more, which honestly, I feel like for somebody that's doing something like this for the first time, I think it's important to talk about it as much as you feel comfortable to just as, as especially as like, it's a very kink thing for him. And not that he necessarily had shame about it, but he was talking about how he's asked girls in the past and they've freaked out and been upset and mad and been like, why would you ever want to do that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't fucking care. Like, what do I always say? As long as not a kid or an animal, I don't care what you do in the bedroom. So we hashed things out, uh, went back to his place, uh, started to make out a little bit, busted out anal beads. I've never... I've never used anal beads, but this honestly was probably the cherry on top of all of this, all this, this man, I have seen some hairy men in my life. I've seen some aggressively hairy men in my life. This fucking guy literally looked like he had on leggings with how much hair he had that started from the top of his butt crack that literally went down to his toes, thick, thick, thick hair, like thick 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 hair it was I was like combing through the fucking woods like exploring through the grass I was in the Amazon jungle hacking fucking trees down and (laughs) gently shoving anal beads (laughs) up this man's asshole and uh, a lot of lube a lot of lube and mind you like I have on fake nails like I have on tips and at the at the time they were decently long. And my right hand, I have, guys probably aren't going to get this. On my right, or I'm sorry, on my left hand, I have coffin. So it's like the square shape that gets more narrow as it goes farther out. And then the right side, I have stiletto. So it's like almond shaped, but really pointy. So I can snatch out eyeballs and scratch my cats. Or I should say pet my cats, like good scratches. So I was trying to use more of my left hand, which is my non-dominant hand, to gently push these anal beads into this man's ass there's so much lube caught on his asshole and ass hair it was ridiculous like as someone who's never done this before I assumed the more lube the better because like I've done anal before I've never actually had let me think about this I've used a butt plug and I have a butt plug I haven't used it in forever I've used a butt plug, but I've never used beads or anything else besides that. And this wasn't, this is like a baby butt plug. Like, I mean, maybe it's like a toddler butt butt plug. I'd say it's probably like three to four inches or so. I feel like it's a really common one. Like I've seen other friends that have had it. It's one of the ones that have like the diamonds on the end of it. If you know, you know. Anyway, put these all the way up his asshole. There is, I think, eight of them that started out small and then got bigger, got small, and then the last one was really big, and he fucking took it like a champ, like a champ. I was highly impressed, and then put the the anal beads in, and he's like, all right, follow me to the shower. (laughs) I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. We get in the shower. Shower's off. We get in the shower. He lays down on his back, and I literally 
I literally squat over this man's face and pee this mouth. <laughs> Fill this man's mouth with my urine, and he's like gargling on it. I'm like, <laughs> and he was loving it. Like, you know, I he he told me numerous times prior to this, like, make sure you drink lots of water. And when we first met up and we're talking, he was feeding me lots of water. <gasps> I probably had like four or five bottles of water in the time that I was with him. Um, pee in his mouth. He drank essentially all of it. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I'm going to take a shower. Like, then we'll continue. I'm like, awesome. I was really about it I wasn't turned on by it but I was like this is fucking crazy like I was texting Deekra and I was like oh my god I can't believe this is happening right now so he takes a shower takes out the beads and then opens up a drawer and pulls out the biggest dildo that I have seen in a long time I'm talking like I could barely put my middle finger to my thumb around it and like I got big hands like let me tell you I do have I do have stubby thumbs I will say that proportionate but stubby thumbs but like I got big old big old paws and it was long like I'm talking like seven to eight inches long (laughs) and it was pink and it had these cute pink leather straps and he helped me put it on and like harnessed me all up and was like, wow, this is really weighty. Like this is interesting to feel what it like what it's like to have a dick. Like I've never this is the closest sensation I've ever had. I've I'm trying to I feel like in high school they have that game where you have like a water balloon or something in between your legs and you're trying to like knock over water bottles, you know what I'm talking about? So I've done stuff like that before, but I've never had an experience where I literally had a penis. So <laughs> got on this big old dick (laughs) this big old girthy pink penis and he he's like all right how does it feel does it feel good and I have to say with how the harness was and how it like cut underneath my butt it made my butt look great like fucking fire the shit was popping I'm like okay okay so um he how do we start he started on his stomach, started on his stomach, and I fucking, l- <laughs> I fucking lube that big old dick up and just very slowly eased it inside of him. <laughs> he took it like a champ, and it was really interesting to have the roles swapped. Like, you know, I'm I'm a woman and I've never experienced sex from a male perspective before. And it was very interesting. And honestly, sex makes what men do in sex makes a lot more sense now (laughs) because at like one point I was standing on the floor. He was bent over, (laughs) over the bed. And I like put my leg up on the corner of the bed to try to angle it better. And I was like, wow, I get it. Like I always kind of chuckle in my head when dudes do that. And it's like, okay, like, whatever. It's kind of like a power stance. But then and I then when I did it, I was like, oh, like, that seems like it fits a lot better when I do it like that. And the best part was 
there was a window to the right side of us that had these sheer curtains on up and the sun was coming through the curtains so our silhouettes and our shadows were on the wall next to us and I literally was just watching my shadow fuck this dude in the ass (laughs) it was insane and honestly I really enjoyed it I was not turned on at all I was not aroused at all but the power trip that I felt and the adrenaline that I felt and the dominance part of it I was like wow this is fucking sick like I like this (laughs) because I've just never experienced anything like that I've never had a situation where it's like I'm I mean I've I've been dominant and like hooking up with dudes before, but not where like I am the literal dominant person right now fucking you. Like I've never fucked somebody before with a dildo. I've definitely fucked guys, but like not with a dildo. You know what I mean? <sighs> yeah, it was it was really cool. Honestly, it was really cool and I'm super down. <laughs> super fucking down to do it again. If anybody wants me to peg them, let me know. I'm all about it um like like I said again I wasn't turned on by it I wasn't aroused but when I fucking left his house I literally felt like I could run home like my adrenaline fucking called Tikra I called Josh and I was like oh my god oh my fucking god like I am so fucking pumped right now I feel so powerful I feel like I could take on the world like it was cool. So I highly encourage, I highly encourage you all to go out and peg somebody. <laughs> Men get comfortable with your butthole getting fucked and maybe I'll get a dildo and I'll have sex with a girl and fuck her with a penis. I've never done that before. Oh, that could be fun. And maybe, maybe if I would it be considered pegging if you're doing it to a girl? Because I wouldn't, I mean, unless you wanted me to fuck her in the ass, I'd be down with that. But it, I'd want it to be more like vaginal. So maybe that would arouse me. Or maybe maybe it was just the first time of doing it that it was just like in such a new experience, you know, and like figuring everything out. Maybe if I were to do it again, it might turn me on. Uh, but the dominance I felt with it and the power... I felt with it. It was, uh, it was intoxicating. Honestly, I was jacked up and ready to go. (laughs) Oh my God. If my parents ever listen to these, they are just gonna love all of these stories. So yeah, you know, it was, I thought it was a really good experience. He enjoyed it. Um, I haven't heard from him since then, which is kind of funny. Um, he said he loved it. He said everything was cool, copacetic, like, thank you for doing that, blah, blah, blah. He got off. It was awesome. Um, but I haven't heard from him since. So, you know, it's almost like having a threesome with a stranger. They just kind of leave in the night and it's gone. It's like, cool, you know. If he hits me up again, totally down. But if I never hear from him again, thank you, sir, for the experience and... <laughs> what it feels like to be fucking dominating somebody because I loved it and I and I honestly encourage especially women just because it was so and it was also so funny too to see 
what a human looks like when they're being contorted into all these different shapes and poses. And it's like, these are positions that I've been in thousands of times in my almost 30 years of life. And it's just, but I've never experienced it from the other point of view. I've never seen like what I look like. I mean, I I guess there's been times where there's like mirrors involved and that's different, but like point of view, POV baby, POV of that asshole. And like how dudes when they fuck you, they're always looking at their dick going in and in and out of you. I've always been like, why aren't you looking at me more? You know, like give me more eye contact, give me more interaction. But it's, you know, it's not necessarily hard to make sure that the dick stays in the hole, but it's definitely not easy. You know, you have to make sure that you're not pulling out too far. And, you know, so it's my first time doing this. Maybe as I get better at it, if I have the opportunity to try it again, I won't have to watch my dildo penis go in and out of somebody as much. <laughs> but I felt like I had a really good a really good eye-opener to the male perspective on having sex. Um, so thank you, kind sir, for allowing me to peg you. And I really do hope that you hit me up again because I really enjoyed it. And it was it was an experience. So like I said, guys, it's... <laughs> Life's been up and down, but it's also been really good. And, you know, if I hadn't had that conversation with my friend, maybe I wouldn't have pegged that dude because I would have just been too caught up in my own sadness (laughs) to not want to fuck somebody in the ass, to fuck a man in the ass. But now, look out, buttholes. I'm coming for all buttholes and, I guess, vaginas um, with, (laughs) I'll have to go and get my own strap on. That is just, it was wild. That was such a big dick. It was huge. Like, wow. And he took it like a champ. Took it like a fucking champ. So, yeah, that is, that that's, I'd probably say, the most exciting thing that's happened to me in my life. And it's something that I would like to share with people and tell the story more because it is fucking hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. But, again, a really good perspective on the male experience when coming to sex and role reversal. So I think uh, the message that I want to put out with this episode is try new experiences, do things that you might be a little uncomfortable with, always consensual, nothing that's non-consensual, but push your boundaries, do things that are a little different, try things that are taboo, And just be open to experiences because you never know how it's going to make you feel. And honestly, I feel like I have more confidence out of the whole situation (laughs) because I know I can successfully peg somebody now and it's not an issue and I can successfully pee in somebody's mouth and it not be a thing. Now, would I want to be peed on? (sighs) You know, off the top of my head, not necessarily, I think you should try everything twice. I know the expression is you have to try things at least once. And I met this girl and we were talking and she was saying something that she had done. She's like, oh, we have to try things twice. And I was like, interesting perspective on that saying. Explain. She goes, well, if you try something once and you don't like it, you have to think about what about it you didn't like. Was it the actual event? And then when with that event happening, Who were you with? What was going on? What were your surroundings? What was your mental state in that moment? 
maybe you're having a bad day and it wasn't a good experience or maybe you're trying a new food and someone didn't cook it properly or they didn't make it how you expected so i think it's important to try everything at least twice because if you didn't like it the first time okay go somewhere else mix it up a little bit do it with a different person and i especially think when it comes to doing sexual things with different partners if you've tried something in the past with one partner and you didn't necessarily like how it went slowly dip your toes back into it with your new partner and I would say express to your new partner that hey I've tried this in the past and I didn't like it however I'm open to trying it again this is what I didn't like about what happened so maybe if we could do something differently or if we could maybe you didn't like something because you didn't know what to expect you know what I mean so now that you know what to expect going forward maybe it won't be as bad. So I encourage all of you to try things at least twice because you never fucking know. You never know. Oh, man, it is ridiculous. My life is just, my life is just, ooh, ah, ooh. And then it's like, it's the fucking like, ha, 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 the sound. I watch way too many TikToks. Way too many TikToks, way too much Instagram. I've really come to realize, this is going to be a quick side tangent, how much I hate Instagram and how much I hate fucking reels. But if you want to try and grow your platform right now, that's what you have to do is you have to do reels. And it's crazy how the algorithm doesn't put people's actual pictures in front of you now. Like it's only reels. And I had the revelation the other day of I don't go on TikTok because I don't want to get lost in fucking TikToks. Well, now Instagram is just like TikTok, and I find myself getting lost in reels. It's the exact same fucking thing. We're not safe. We can't escape it. I don't even know what got me on that tangent, honestly. But closing out, my my good friends, try your best to work through your sadness. I'm not going to tell you to stop being sad because that's improbable. I think that'd be the proper way to use that word. We're all going to be sad at different times. But when you get those sad moments, stop and think about what exactly is making you sad. And if it's an individual, a person, or a situation, figure out how you can have closure on that. And honestly, I think that was a big thing with me of I didn't, I had had closure and we had had conversations, but it wasn't, it wasn't wrapped up with a bow. You know what I mean? And after having this conversation, it was wrapped up with a bow. It was sitting underneath the Christmas tree and we're not going to fucking open that box ever. Christmas is dead. Christmas isn't happening this year. (laughs) Figure out what makes you sad, work through that sadness, and just do your best to keep your head up. Other thing we're going to close out with is if somebody gives you the opportunity to pee in their mouth and peg them, do it. (laughs) Do things that might be a little silly might be a little taboo, maybe a little crazy, things that you may not want to tell your mom, but maybe your mom does it. Maybe you're, oh my God, I don't even want to finish this sentence. Maybe your mom pegs your dad and you've never known. (laughs) Oh my God, I don't even want to have that. Oh my God, the image in my head is so bad right now. It's so bad. I need to stop talking. This is just going off the rails now. Um, Yes. So my little sex kittens, go out there and be sexy. Put things in your butt. Put things in other people's butts. Give two chances to things. Try things twice. 
and just live your fucking life. Have fun. Stay sexy and make sure you buy the biggest fucking strap on at the store. <laughs> okay, maybe don't start with the biggest one. Don't start with the biggest one because that could be part of like you need to experience things twice. Maybe you tried getting pegged and it was too big of a strap on and it wasn't enjoyable and you just ripped your asshole up which guys now you know what it feels like when you just dry shove your dick inside an asshole lube lots of lube lots of lube (laughs) Uh, thanks for being here my little sex kittens i love and appreciate all of you if you haven't already follow me on instagram at raven after dark pod If you are listening to this off of Apple Podcast, welcome, my friends. Thanks for being here. All my OG Spotify peeps, what is up? Thanks for being here, guys. I really appreciate you all. And if anybody has any pegging stories, slide into my DMs and tell me them, and I'll, I'll read them. Or you can come on and tell me your stories. Or if there's just funny stories you guys want to tell me, slide into my DMs. Hit me up on Instagram. It would be great. We're just here to make everybody laugh and talk about our life experiences. And remember, you're not alone. Stay sexy, my little sex kittens, and I will talk to you all next week. Week.